turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio? With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Word is an agreement could come today on an aid package of up to $450 billion to Poos, a small business loan program that has run out of money. The Paycheck Protection Program reached its appropriations limit last Thursday, leaving thousands of small companies in limbo. A former U.S. senator warning the U.S. media to be wary of official facts coming out of China concerning the coronavirus. Former Senator Jim Tallon tells the Salem Radio Network China's communist leaders are already spinning the facts. They're trying to control the narrative. Tallon says it's incumbent on U.S. journalists to take information coming out of China with a grain of salt. At the very least, the news media should be aware that a whole lot of the stuff they're being fed is coming directly from Beijing. Uh, It would be very helpful if they understood that. U.S. officials note China kicked Western journalists out of the country in the early days of the outbreak and silenced its own doctors when they warned of a serious health crisis. Bob Agnew reporting. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka has a tough question. Why is America doing business with the world's biggest communist dictatorship at all? Do we really need the toys, the plastic toys we give away with our McDonald's Happy Meals to be as cheap as possible? Or do we really want to be blackmailed the next time we need millions of N95 masks for the next virus? America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The Patriot's Book of the Month for April is For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump by Dr. Ralph Reed. You can sign up to win a copy right now at the Freedom Fan Club page at am1280thepatriots.com. Just past 4 o'clock on your Sunday afternoon, let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. We got sunny skies today. We will reach a high of 49. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 1280 The Patriot. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyournbcvoice.com to find some of yours. You're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, We've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We 
are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. It pays to be kind when you enter the kindness challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter. So go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the Kindness Challenge to enter. You can be rewarded for simple acts of kindness. Keep on loving. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his direction. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. And what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour, and yes, this week, once again, we will bring to you discussion of politics, Israel, and the law. Focus this week. On the coronavirus and on politics, as we will have Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan with us on the show today. But we're going to first be talking about the coronavirus by the numbers. And it is not going to be your traditional discussion following all of those who seem to be moving in the same direction. We're going to challenge some of the questions and the answers that have been raised and see whether we can raise some additional questions. We are at a crossroads in this country as we decide to continue lockdown, to ease lockdown, to eliminate lockdown. Does it look like we made the right decisions to this point in terms of stay-at-home policies, based on the numbers, based on what is truly important as it relates to the numbers, and that is minimizing death. That's really the focus here. 
what sorts of policies, what sorts of actions and prohibitions do we put in place in order to minimize the deaths? Listen, before we jump into it, uh, I want to suggest to you all that you follow us live on Facebook. Yes, you can uh, check out the video. You can comment and chat. Go to that Facebook app on your smartphone. Follow us on Facebook and live, 4 o'clock Sundays, you uh, can see the victory hour as well as hear it on air. Of course, every week, 4 o'clock, 1280 a.m., The Patriot, you can listen live. You can live stream it, as many do from across the country. Uh, And that continues, and it is re-aired from 6 to 7 p.m. on Sundays on Freedom 1570 as well. So make sure to catch us there. A couple of announcements regarding the Victory Hour. You can pull out your number two pencil. Yes, indeed. And we've got our pencil sharpener to make sure that we're always prepared, ready to take that key note from uh, the hour that you want to remember later on in the week or month. So pull that out. By the way, jot this down, 651-289-4488, and you can call in as we are live, and uh, we can take your questions regarding the coronavirus. Questions to Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan as well. Uh, But next week, we are going to be moving away from the coronavirus, and we are going to be talking about and commemorating As a memorial, the 75th anniversary of the liberation of the Dachau concentration camp in Nazi Germany. Yes, next week, 75 years ago, that horrific camp was liberated. And I'm very proud to say that my father was the sergeant of the scout troop that first came upon the Dachau concentration camp on April 28th. You'll see that most historians identify April 29th as the liberation of the Dachau concentration camp, and indeed it was by the U.S. Army, but this scout troop, as he wrote home, and we will read his letter in full, all nine pages of it, next week, as he wrote home on May 1st and talked about what he had come upon three days earlier. So make sure to join us for this very important and moving Victory victory Hour episode next Sunday. Following uh, in May, we will have the Deputy Mayor of Jerusalem on the Victory Hour to talk about how Israel is attacking the coronavirus, one of the Best responses in the world, as touted by a number of news articles. Now, let's focus. To lock down or not to lock down? As you saw some signs earlier this week in Michigan in particular, give me liberty or give me death, the famous 1775 Patrick Henry quote that 
He stated at the very end as a last statement of a, of a speech he was giving to the Virginia Convention con- trying to convince them to aid the revolutionaries against the British. Give me liberty or give me death. And liberty is an issue that has arisen in this fight against the coronavirus. Many poo-poo it and, and don't really view it as a serious response or retort. But it is what this country was founded on. Now, if the death tolls are horrifically large, our Constitution certainly is not a suicide pact. It is not a pact to say liberty at all costs. Millions die, doesn't matter, liberty. No, that's not the case. But let's put this in perspective, and I, with my number two pencils and my yellow pad, earlier today put together some numbers for you to look at. All right, so as we look at these numbers, and I first want you to look at the number of cases and the number of deaths, we have two goals here. One, least number of deaths possible, and two, immunity and vaccine. How do we eliminate this for the future? Limit the deaths, immunity, and vaccine. Now, what you see here on my yellow pad with my number two pencil is the number of cases and the number of deaths worldwide in the U.S. and then in here, here in Minnesota. You see that on the right. Now, the number of cases is really not all that important. Why? Because it's not accurate. Because we don't have the level of testing that we need yet. And so there are many, many, many more cases than are reported. In fact, this week, a Stanford research study came out and said there are 50 to 85 times more positive cases than have been reported, which means the death rate is hugely lower than what the modeling has shown. That is a big, big deal when you talk about give me liberty or give me death. The USA, let's take a look at that one. In the middle, you see it. Number of deaths, 38,900. Almost 39,000. Well, I'll tell you. Of those 39,000, 21,000 are in New York or New Jersey. 21,000. So, well over half. And the other 48 states have about 17,000. Now, every death is a tragedy, no doubt about it. But the number of deaths at 17,000 across the country to shut the economy fully, stay-at-home orders everywhere? I don't know. 121 deaths in Minnesota, median age 87 years old. And you look over on the... uh, left of this number two pencil yellow pad storyboard and you see no mitigation South Dakota they've had seven deaths they didn't do a stay at home order huh well maybe they're an outlier you know and everybody says oh but they have so many cases yeah most of them 
are at this Smithfield meat-producing plant, which, by the way, would have been open with a stay-at-home order or not because it's an essential function, food producer. Seven deaths in South Dakota. When we come back, we're going to talk about Sweden. Sweden has gone the opposite way of the U.S. They didn't shut down their entire economy. And we're going to talk about the number of deaths from other things, just to put this all in perspective. Remember, 17,000 outside of New York and New Jersey, across this country, have died from the coronavirus. Every one very important and tragic. But we're going to come back, we're going to look at the deaths from other diseases, from other hardships of life that occur year in, year out. Not to suggest that we shouldn't have done what we did, but to suggest we need to look at this in perspective because this is a public policy decision. Public policy decision, not just by epidemiologists, but by those decision makers we elect to make decisions. Make sure you stay with us. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about those issues. We're going to talk with Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan and talk about the impact on the state of Minnesota, Republican Party, on the upcoming elections, etc., of this pandemic. While we're away, go to ParkerDK.com. You'll see what is often referred to as an award-winning website, and we will be right back. If I had a t- AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. 
Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Coming home to a place he'd never been before He left yesterday behind him You might say he was born again You might say he found the key for every door When he first came to the mountains His life was far away On the road But the strings already John Denver joins us on the Victory Hour. Beautiful. It's hard to uh, break a smile during these times, but when you hear John Denver, hard not to. So we bring him to you on the Victory Hour to bring some sun and light everyone's way. We are joined. Today, by Republican Party Chairwoman, we're honored uh, to have her on the Victory Hour once again, Jennifer Carnahan. Uh, Jennifer took over as the leader of the Republican Party in the state of Minnesota in 2017 when uh, arguably, uh, well, many would say the, the party was reeling. She has uh, done quite, uh, quite a job in making sure that the party is fiscally responsible and in good position, which it is far better than when she took over. and. She has done an outstanding job of the blocking and tackling work that needs to be done at the party level in the state of Minnesota for the uh, Republicans. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Victory Hour. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, it is a uh, it's a difficult time for everyone and everyone coming together, Democrat, Republican, blue team, red team, regardless uh, and and really wanting to defeat this scourge that is upon us. Uh, what is your sense, uh, though, of our uh, public policy leaders? And by the way, you know, following the scientists and the scientists only who do not have to answer to folks or to make public policy decisions about how best to combat this uh, without considering the common good cost-benefit analysis 
you know, should we shut down the economy if one person would die from the coronavirus? You know, how about 10? How about 100? How about 1,000? When, when does it become a big enough number? And those are decisions that public policy decision makers have to make and epidemiologists cannot be expected to make. How do you think Governor Walls uh, is doing, uh, Jennifer, with that? Yeah, well, it's it's certainly a a challenging time we find ourselves in as Minnesotans and obviously as Americans and all over the world. You know, and I think just as, you know, core humans that have empathy and care about one another, you know, we don't like to see the results of death. We want people to be safe. We want people to be healthy. I mean, we all put that as a priority, I think, and value life at a very high level. You know, I think the challenge that, you know, you just kind of talked about, right, the difference between if you're managing policy versus balancing, you know, models and metrics and different uh, charts and information that comes forward is a challenging one. Now, I had kind of said early on when Governor Walls came out with the shelter in place, I had put out a post on my Facebook, I believe, asking, you know, why do we need the shelter in place order? Because at that time, Minnesotans were already sheltering in place. You know, we had made the decision, I think, a week and a half prior at the Republican Party of Minnesota. I had closed the office. I had told everybody to work from home. Um, I said, and let's just be safe and be healthy and be proactive about it, you know, because we can do our jobs remotely and let's just take it as it comes. So I just felt like as Minnesotans, we were doing that already. Um, And now that we're, what, over a month into this, I think now it's, look, the economy is completely reeling, right? There are so many people unemployed. 22 million across the country, 22 million. And it's not just that they're unemployed, oh, they're not making as much money as they used to. No, they, there are many that are on the verge of bankruptcy or will be soon. Businesses that have been around for decades could be eliminated. And by the way, this hurts the poorest of the poor worse than anyone, service industry, jobs, etc. They don't have a safety net to take care of them. Well, that's exactly right. And outside of my job as chair of the party, I'm a small business owner myself. I own a women's specialty clothing boutique up in the Brainerd Lakes area in downtown Nisswa, you know, and our businesses up there, all of my fellow business owners, we're reliant, right, on a very short season in which to make revenues for the entire year. And I've been talking to some of my fellow business owners and everyone's worried because, you know, some of my friends, they might go out of business, you know, forever indefinitely. And and that would be very harmful. And when we look at that area up there, even, and I know there's a bigger part to the state, but you look at all the resorts up there, Grandview, Madden's, Craigans, you know, they rely on a lot of HB1 visa workers to come over from other countries to help fill important roles. Well, they can't bring any of those people over right now because the borders are closed. They can't open up their resorts. People, I think because of this pandemic, you know, are we going to see the swell of uh, summer tourists up there? And that's going to impact everyone that owns a business up there, the livelihood of, of that part of Minnesota, which is such a precious jewel in our state. And it's not even up there, right? As you know, it's all over the state. It's here in Minneapolis, it's St. Paul, it's all the suburbs, anyone that has a business. And I think that the impact is far too negative at this point. And the governor needs to start letting people make smart decisions for themselves and be safe about it. And we can do things in ways to practice social distancing. But this sort of one-size-fits-all blanket approach, I don't think is the right approach at this point. And I think the governor's got to start looking at doing something different because I think it's gone a little bit too far in, in a direction that 
as you just said, too, it could have everlasting consequences on our state, on our communities, on our families. And then what? Then where do we go from there? You know, I, I uh, obviously we realize that you're the Republican uh, Party chair in Minnesota, and thus this question uh, may have an obvious answer. But if you can talk for a minute about your views of uh, Donald Trump and how he has done, how the federal government uh, has done in terms of this administration in, in dealing with this uh, uh, pandemic from the outset to the present. Well, you know, I think the president's done a great job because he was on this very early, right? He closed the travel from China coming into the U.S. early. And at that time, you know, not to make it political, but the Democrats did. You know, they were calling him, what, racist, right, all these things. And it's like, no, he was being proactive. Um, And every step along the way, I mean, the president is taking, what, two hours out of every day to do his press conferences, to answer numerous questions from the media, to make sure the public's informed. You know, they're working, you know, on legislation to provide support to small business owners, relief, right, for students on student loans. He's taking a lot of action. Uh, But he knows it's important that it's time to get this economy moving and going. And how long can people continue to sit in their homes, right? Because it is very stressful on everybody. So I, I, I appreciate what the president's done. You know, we stand behind him strongly. We always have here uh, on the Republican side in Minnesota, and we'll continue to all the way through November 3rd. But, you know, he hasn't mandated down to the states. He's let the states decide it. But he's also made it very clear that the economy is important, families are important, businesses are important as well. And it shouldn't have to be one or the other, right? There should be a way to successfully be safe around this pandemic, but also not to completely tank the economy at the same time. Yeah, and it's really the stay-at-home order, not so much the social distancing order or the hygiene orders or directives uh, and, and, and lessons that we've learned through this process. Those things could be maintained without entirely shuttering the economy and causing 22 million uh, to go unemployed. What are you hearing uh, in terms of the effects on the elections coming up in November here in Minnesota? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we still think the president's uh, in pretty good shape here in Minnesota. You know, we have an incredible opportunity to create history and give our 10 electoral votes to him on November 3rd. You know, but we have to continue to see what happens as time passes. But we're out there working hard. Our teams are on the ground. And people are still energized and really believing in what the president is doing. Well, Jennifer, thank you very much for uh, connecting with us on the Victory Hour today, giving us your thoughts. Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan. And uh, once again on the Victory Hour with a great message uh, to... uh, Help us all kind of see through some of the issues that we face through this coronavirus. Jennifer, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Take care. You as well. Jennifer Carnahan, a big thank you. Listen, when we come back, we're going to go back to uh, the yellow pad and try to put a few things in perspective as we look here. Look at, look at, see, see, we go with the yellow pad. Now, Carl Rove has the whiteboard, but I, I have not graduated to the whiteboard yet. And, and so I'm still just kind of uh, traditional, old style, yellow pad. You can't wipe it off like the whiteboard. Got to use the eraser. 
But there it is. That shows you the death numbers. And we're going to come back and talk about those for various diseases. Because the question arises, hey, the government is in place to prevent all deaths. Every one of them. And if it means you stay at home and people become unemployed, then that's the way it goes. Well, not if you're really a government that is looking out for the common good and is making public policy decisions based on cost-benefit analysis. Yes, death to anyone is a tragedy. But when you're talking about public policy decisions, you have to make them based upon risk and cost. And the death rate is very important when looking at that issue. So that's what we'll talk about when we come back. Make sure you stay Stay with us. Stay tuned in. And while we're away, by the way, I miss you already, uh, go to ParkerDK.com. Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm, downtown Minneapolis. We'll be right back. AM1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Do you feel a draft whenever you're near your windows? Are you having trouble opening and closing them? Call the experts at Great Plains Windows and Doors. Great Plains sells and installs only high-quality Anderson windows and doors, made right here in Minnesota. Don't put off replacing your old windows and doors any longer. When you want the job done right the first time, call Great Plains Windows and Doors. Online at greatplainswindows.com. That's greatplainswindows.com. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. 
After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Life is old and older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like the breeze. Country roads take me home. As you can tell, John Denver is with us today, and unfortunately, I've completely demolished his classic. That's enough. Put down the mic. You are a rude, terrible person. Yes, indeed. I get that each week. Uh, But on uh, Facebook, if you were with us on Facebook Live, because of licensing restrictions, we can't play for you, John Denver, but... uh, Facebook, they let you do what they let you do, claiming to be open with liberty and freedom on Facebook. Well, apparently not so much, and that has come under fire of late, the last few years, quite a bit more than just licensing restrictions on music. In any event, you may hear me break out in some song that you don't have, but Don't stop watching. Don't stop listening. I want to now uh, focus back on the yellow pad and the, uh, the statistics, looking at this issue by the numbers. As you have heard me talk about for several weeks, a cost benefit analysis has to be done when we are figuring out what sort of response to the coronavirus we should implement. What we have is about 110 deaths per million in the United States. 110 deaths per million. What we have, based upon all of the modeling, which was wrong, repeatedly wrong, but now where we have more information, we can have a little more confidence that it looks like 60,000 could die because of the coronavirus in the United States. Remember, the number, as you all uh, have heard many times on the various news medium, but make sure you understand this, the Imperial College of London and Neil Ferguson came out initially at the very beginning of this whole process in the early month showing 1.7 to 2.2 million dead in the United States if we did not do mitigation. Neil Ferguson has since come out and said, oh, those numbers were not correct now that he has more information about 
the number of people that, and the infectious nature of this disease and the number of people that have it, get the disease, get immunity from it once they have the disease, and have no symptoms from it. Or it's about as bad as a common cold. Many, many get this disease and have no need for hospitalization is what we now know. Far more than the contracted cases that are being reported. Way more. As I said, a study came out from Stanford this week. 50 to 85 times more. Which means that the number of dead resulting from this virus, when you multiply it by the mortality rate, is far less. That's why the numbers have come down so drastically, okay? We now know more. With mitigation, Burks and Fauci, at the end of March, had a hundred dollars to $240,000 range of dead at that time. With mitigation, by the way. That is with the social distancing, the stay-at-home orders. Well, those numbers were wrong, too. Now it's down to, as I say, 60,000. And so, and, and those numbers are probably high. They're probably high for a number of different reasons, but the biggest one is this Stanford study that just came out. So assuming that, 60,000, which is a conservative number, looks to be high. On my yellow pad, I had shown you that deaths per year related to heart disease are 635,000. Tragic. Cancer, 600,000. Tragic. Respiratory diseases, 150,000. Stroke, 140,000 each year. People die from these diseases. There are diseases we haven't figured out. We could do a number of things to reduce that number, to reduce those numbers. We could live differently. We could eliminate and outlaw all fast food restaurant chains. We don't do that, though. We accept these numbers of deaths. Now, It may reduce it by a few percentages, maybe by more if we eliminated all fast food restaurant chains on some of these diseases. We don't know for sure, but I think we do know it would help. Alzheimer's disease, 116,000 per year. Diabetes, 80,000. Suicides, 45,000. Alcohol-related deaths, 80-plus thousand. Drug addiction deaths, 67,000. Those things, suicides, alcoholism, drugs, those are affected by economic downturn. Those are affected by 22 million people losing their jobs. Those tragedies, real tragedies, they can't be ignored. It doesn't mean you are minimizing the coronavirus when you talk about this. That is a crock. It is not fair. Every death, and these are real people dying, every death is tragic. But when you make public policy decisions, you need to make them based on that risk-cost assessment 
and you can't ignore it. You just can't. It's got to be for the common good. Our government has a social contract with the sovereign, with the people. It's the foundation of our country. And then you go to the flu. The flu, we lose, you know, anywhere from 30,000 to 65,000 people every year, year in, year out. If we did social distancing and shut down the economy, we could probably lose less people to the flu. We now have a lot of information that we should now use. And by the way, so, so that kind of puts it in perspective. That, puts, that doesn't mean we should be doing anything different than we are doing. I haven't gotten to that yet. But it puts this in perspective. Now we go to the second issue. Now that we know that we're going to have this kind of death from the coronavirus, this number of cases with so many people getting it, the infectious nature of it far greater than the flu. But we also know once you get it, you do have an immunity. The question has been raised from a public policy standpoint. Should we now in phase two, having done phase one and having done it well, should we now allow people, in fact, to go back to connecting from a social distancing standpoint, but fully working? And if the number of cases goes up, immunity goes up. Or should we wait until we get a vaccine or therapeutics? which is months down the road, if not a year. Like a sleepy blue ocean. There was a recent article that came out, which I found very interesting, and no one is talking about it. They're not talking about it on Fox News. They're not talking about it on CNN, MSNBC, on any of the broadcast networks. And by the way, the media on this whole thing, The fear that they have expanded throughout this country? Fear. Yes, there should be real fear, but not to, 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 to freeze us in place. We need to go daily and attack the issue. And when we have fear, we make bad decisions. This article that I saw had the following quote by an epidemiologist who's a leader in the nation on the issues. If we are preventing herd immunity from developing, it is almost guaranteed that we will have a second wave as soon as either we stop the social distancing or the climate changes into the winter, etc., And then he said, social distancing or lockdowns can be effective during the month following the peak incidence in infections. Later containment is not helpful unless to prevent a rebound if containment started too early, which in our case it didn't. So it may well be we need to lock down a bit longer, which is the plan, but then we have to open because immunity can help us. 
When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about those numbers. We're going to talk about give me liberty or give me death. Stay with us on the Victory Hour. And follow us live on Facebook. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Do you have insurance on your savings, just like you have it on your home and your car? Online Trading Academy teaches you the skills to protect your nest egg. In our free investing class, you will learn strategies to use your money to make money, create income, and to protect what is yours. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget and join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. Well, life on the farm's kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country boy like me can hack. It's early to rise, early in the sack. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life. We are back. It's the victory hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Parker Daniels Keyboard, your law firm, downtown Minneapolis. We're talking about... The coronavirus by the numbers today. I think we put in perspective the death toll here in the United States, more than 17,000 dead outside of the states of New York and New Jersey. 
and with New York and New Jersey, uh, approximately 39,000 uh, have perished as a result of the coronavirus, each and every one of them a tragedy, no question. When public policy decision makers are analyzing how to deal with this scourge, they must look at the entire landscape with good information. We didn't have good information. We didn't have good information last December out of China or into January out of China or the WHO. We didn't. We just plain didn't. And you can bet that the information we're still getting out of the communist regime in China is inaccurate and is totally self-interested and not based on protecting those around the world from and, and providing information where this virus all started, which is critical information. Information about how it started, specifically when. Now, we've got a lot of detail, but we were not allowed in for weeks on end. And then the modeling that was done was based on incomplete information. And John Ioannidis, as we talked about on this show a month ago, Stanford University professor, epidemiologist, one of the top in the country, said, be careful about determining policies based upon the data that we currently have, which is incomplete and often inaccurate. Well, we determine policies and 22 million people are out of work and many are on the verge of losing lifelong businesses, losing their uh, uh, ability to keep their business going. So that's what I and I just said. Uh, I wanted to finish up on what I was talking about on the other side of the break here. Uh, I quoted from uh, Dr. Newt Witkowski, uh, who is at the uh, Rockefeller University in New York, an epidemiologist. I want to quote now from Dr. David Katz, who was cited in the New York Times a few weeks ago as saying, the unique nature of COVID-19, that it results in only mild symptoms in 99% of the cases. And those are the numbers we are now seeing. And that it appears to only pose a high risk to the elderly. We're seeing that it is a bit broader than that, but the vast majority, the median age in Minnesota of those who have died is 87 Katz contends that it makes it particularly suited for a more strategic containment effort rather than our current unsustainable society-wide approach that threatens to upend the economy. And if it continues to end the the economic uh, engine of the United States. Katz goes on to say the clustering of complications of death from COVID-19 among the elderly and chronically ill, but not children. Those under six haven't gotten it at all. Those six to 20, very, very few cases. 
suggests that we could achieve the crucial goals of social distancing, saving lives and not overwhelming our medical system by preferentially protecting the medically frail and those over age 60, and in particular, those 70 over uh, 70 and 80 from exposure. So it's not this one size fits all. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can work on different measures depending on who we're dealing with. Katz goes on to say that I'm deeply concerned that the social, economic, and public health consequences of this near total meltdown of normal life, schools, businesses, closed, will be long-lasting and calamitous, possibly graver than the direct toll of the virus itself. It's that kind of analysis that is being ridiculed. It is being swept aside without consideration. And this was an analysis weeks ago. Today, you're starting to see protests about it. Why? Well, simply because, as Dr. Katz states, when you take such draconian actions, you had better be doing it in order to save society. And many would say that the coronavirus and the threat it poses does not threaten our society. Now, it threatens 60,000 dead. That's a big deal. So our public policy uh, decision makers need to develop strategies around it to deal with that reality. Like they are dealing with alcoholism, drug abuse, like we are all dealing with heart disease, cancer, other diseases, like we deal every year with Tens of thousands of dead from the flu. Now, this is different than all of those. It's an unknown, and it is very infectious. But again, if you take a look, well, not again, but I I did want to also mention, if you take a look at Sweden, where they did not do stay at home, they did not do lockdown, Sweden has a very similar number of deaths per million in their population as the United States. Very similar. Sweden has 1,511 who have perished, 10.1 million in their population. Listen, people have uh, attacked Sweden for the way that they have handled this, but we'll see. They have not closed up. We're going to talk uh, not about coronavirus next week. We'll be commemorating the liberation 75 years ago of the Dachau concentration camp in Nazi Germany. Make sure to join us. It'll be a sobering hour. Until then, stay safe. Have a great week. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom. Justice. Honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot.
relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects. And I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. AM 1280.